bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. So I guess it's a three-hour run on the new 101.7 The Truth. Unprecedented. Unheard of. So you get to deal with me. You don't have to laugh that hard, Ben. Like, I mean, <laughs> you ain't got to be like, oh, whatever. <laughs> 833-212-1017 is the number. I'm not going to lie. I caused a lot of trouble last night. I had a serious dust up on 620 last night with some suburbanites who seemed to feel that, um, yeah, some of the comments they were making to me, they weren't disrespectful. They, they were pretty cool and we were open and talking. But I, but I wanted to, um, wow, um, I, I wanted to go back to the comments we were talking about last night because I thought it was important to um, discuss, but evidently people are a little sensitive as it relates to some things. And so I thought I would, yes, I'm, I'm combibulating my computer. You know, some people are a little sensitive, especially uh, white suburbanites when it comes to things like reparations and all that stuff, so. So I'm going to just ask some questions, and I, I have some things that I'm going to do. I'll, I'll do my usual open. I might not. It's a different day, right? It's a, it's, it's, it's a new show, right? I got three hours, and I get to chop it up and watch people in the avenue. And if you want to come down and check it out through the, through the window. Had a great time. On, listen, Saturday was off the chain with Tori Lowe and The Walk. We had a good time, had some good information passed on um, some some serious stories and, and things of that nature. You know, everybody was there taking pictures and photos and video, and it was it was it was something that was watch this small and impactful. 
And I think things are more impactful when they're when they're when there's a concerted effort. Like like you didn't need 10 million people. Right. You needed people there because they wanted to be there. And that's what it was about. And so um, we just wanted to walk from Victory Park down to the avenue, had a few speakers that talked about just just stopping the violence that's going on. And um, we had a good time. If you have any questions or comments, 833-212-1017 is the number. What does diversity, equity, and inclusion mean to you? We've been hearing about it and talking about it, and Florida has flipped, as, as have other states like Wisconsin, flipped on this whole diversity, equity, inclusion. And I have to admit, when I hear many white people talk about what diversity, equity, and inclusion is, they have no idea what they're talking about. They start throwing in stuff like CRT, and then I ask them to explain it. They have no idea what it is. I asked them to explain critical legal theory, which is the basis for critical race theory and how it came about. They have no idea what the heck they're talking about. Now, let's be real. Most black people don't know what they're talking about either. So diversity, equity, and inclusion is all about not just having a multiplicity of genders and skin colors. That's not what it's about. See, if people would actually listen to what diversity, equity, and inclusion means, it actually includes white people. But for some reason, we have an issue. It's about encouraging diversity of thought, diversity of talent, diversity of creativity. And that's something every single workplace, every classroom, every home needs. Last night, people lost their mind, upset. And then when you talk about reparations, well, my father, some, some, some guy from New Berlin called and said his grandfather or his father was, was conscripted, right? He was drafted into the German army to fight in the Battle of the Bulge. I was like, so? He said, well, isn't that, isn't that slavery? I said, your father chose to live in Germany. If he left, he chose to leave. The fact that he was a white European gave him that right. We never asked to come here. Let's, let's just be straight. And so it was an interesting conversation, but I want to know what you think. What does diversity, equity, and inclusion actually mean to you? Because I think it means different things to different people. And I believe too many politicians have come in and taken advantage of it we see now that universities took it a tad too far. Had they left it the way it was when I was in school, yes, we hear all the choruses of, you're too old, right? But had we did it the way that I was in school, it was in your, that narrative you wrote, right? That letter you wrote. You have to write an essay to go to college. That's when you told your story, and that's what they were able to use. It wasn't a factor, but it was an actual part of the application. But when you start adding factors to it, Supreme Court said, no, you can't do that, which I kind of agree with because now you're just picking and we'll never get picked as the most. And then I heard somebody say that HBCUs were, they discriminate. And I said, so I literally sent this person a direct message because it was a national 
TV show host. And I went, what exactly are you talking about? Because you sound like an idiot saying that a school discriminates. So what you're saying is that when a predominantly white school has few white black people or Hispanic people or Asian people, they're not discriminating. But when a black school does it, they are. Yeah, I'm still waiting on a response. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. What what does that mean to you? What does diversity, equity, and inclusion mean when you look at people who have gone on and gone to the C-suite and become vice president, president, CEO, chairman of the board, and the only assumption you make is they got there because of diversity when, in fact, I guess that means you're automatically not qualified for a job. And knowing that white women are the ones who have actually made out like a fat rat, like a bandit when it came to diversity. I've sat in meetings where people said, hey, we need diversity. And the first thing they did is said, well, and then they called on a white female. And I was like, "Mm, guess I'm not here. I was going to make a silly statement, but then I would have got hollered at. So, (laughs) yeah. 833-212-1017 is the number. You are listening to an extended version of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. We'll We'll be right back. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Before the break, I was asking, hey, I can't find my mouse. What I do with my mouse? Look, look at that. Look at that. Under my hat. Um, Before the break, I was I was really talking about this whole diversity, equity, inclusion. I don't understand, and if you are, I'm going to ask the same question I asked last night. If you're a white male or a white female, can you please tell me what is the issue with DEI? And and what is your understanding of it? Like, what does it mean to you? Because there's some misunderstandings as it relates to what DEI means and what it's supposed to be. And there seems to be this thing that that we're supposed to take all the jobs from you and that there's this inherent assumption that black people are not qualified. And that's just weird to me. You know, and so the buzzword seems to always be, well, you should get it on merit. What does that mean? Oh, the merit where you set the parameters and you set the goal and you set the number and then when we meet the number you move it or there's a reason why we can't get it sitting in on interviews listening to people say how a person won't feel comfortable being here because they don't it's just 
How are you thinking for another person? Well, I wouldn't be comfortable. You're different. And it's not you getting the job. But for some reason, we, we have this thing about, you know, thought and talent and creativity. I guess you want to be the only one in the room. But I mean, everything is made by you anyway. Most of the companies, most of the businesses, most of the organizations, most of the neighborhoods, most of the suburbs. I mean, politicians, city, county, federal, state. Didn't leave anything, so. 833-212-1017 is the number. We got some stuff going on today. Sometime during this day, I'm going to give away some state fair uh, what am I giving away? State fair tickets. So you might want to keep, don't call now because you're not getting them. I'm just, I'm just you know, um, stay, uh, stay listening because sometime today in these three hours, now two hours and 40 something minutes, um, I'm going to be giving away uh, a pair of tickets to stay fair. So make sure you hang around. All right. I'm just bothered by it. It disturbed me. I had a very interesting conversation where people were, you know, because the person that was asking me questions, I asked them questions and they just kind of blew off the question and just had another question. And I'm like, okay, we're we're not going to have this. You're going to answer my question or else we're not going to talk. Oh, you're being rude and you, you're not letting him finish and ask his question. I said, right, he has a question and then I ask a question. If he doesn't answer my question, I asked, I answered his question. He didn't answer mine, so I said goodbye. Oh, that's rude. It's rude to have somebody answer a question with a question. And then when you give them an answer, he didn't have a rebuttal, so he just asked another question. No. No. And, and really what it was is I was pushing up against his sensibilities of, of living in a world where everything around him looked like him, was created by him. And so anything that up, upsets that bothered him, which I've understood my entire life. Many of the issues I had in the police department was when other people who didn't look like me, and in some cases people that did actually look like me, Look at that. When people did look like me, got mad that I might surpass them. Now, the way I'm wired, that makes me work harder. Like, I'm that guy or person that when you say, no, you can't do that. Can't have that. That's not for you. That's when I go, oh, really? Oh, let me start working toward that. You'll never be able to go to grad school. What's wrong with you? Grade point average isn't high enough. Then somebody pulled me off to the side, and I'm looking at students who didn't, who had less of a grade point average than, than me, but yet ended up in graduate school in regular admissions. How's that? Oh, here's what they do. Ah, got it. And so I'm a firm believer in there's a way around everything. I don't think many people believe that. And so while we spend all this time complaining about the man, this, this, 
quote unquote proverbial man is keeping us down. It's the system. Or just figure out a workaround and do it. Because that's what we did in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. We just kind of worked around. And until they burned down everything that we owned and tore up and put expressways. I'm telling you, every time I get on a highway to go somewhere, the worst thing that ever happened to the black community in America was the interstate system. They picked every major metropolitan city and drove it right through the hardest working, most bustling, successful area of the city. They put an expressway through it. Think about that. They totally destroyed Bronzeville in Milwaukee. Just right through it. Same thing in Tulsa. We'll just bulldoze, burn down, whatever we got to do to make sure we win and they don't. And it's unfortunate, but it's the truth. And so I think when people start on this anti-Florida, anti-DeSantis thing, I think they're forgetting that you can rise up and protest at Florida or not go there or not have a convention there or not vacation there, but there's a lot of black and brown people down there You know what? Strike that. There's a lot of black people down there that work in the hospitality industry because, you know, we are the majority of employees, along with Latinos and Latinas, in the hospitality space. And so we're the ones that are losing the jobs, the tips, the salaries when we decide we don't like a law somewhere. And then we feel good about it, but then they're still poor. Hey, Mike from Mill Road, you got to be nicer than that. I'm not going to read on air what you said, but come on, man. 833-212-0017 is the number. And so we've, we've got to remember, it is thought and talent and creativity. The flip side to that is that when you come in and you don't give any thought, any talent or creativity, guess what? You are going to like lose your job. You got to you got to kick in and you got to as they say around here, you got to over deliver. But isn't that what our parents taught us? Didn't our parents teach us that you have to give 110% in order to be considered at 100% in everything you do? Is it unfortunate? Yes. Is it unfair? Yes. But that's how life goes. And there's, and there's no way around it. And it is. It's, it's unfortunate, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to work hard. You got to show up. You got to be on time. 833-212-1017 is the number. Also, you found me now, huh, Sandra? I found me. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Uh, I, I'm still finding me. I'm still finding me. Where you me. been? Where you been? Where you been? Uh, over here sitting in a lot of pain. I'm about to fall off the earth. Uh-oh. But, um. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. So I got to figure out what the problem is. I don't know what it is. I never had it before. Have you been to the doctor? So, 
Yeah, okay. I got to do MRIs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's checking it out. So good. Once I find out, then I, I, I you know, I'm gonna be back at you. <laughs> we'll have to whoop up on you trying to get you to go to the doctor. Oh, oh I go to the doctor, and this, right. this type of pain I had too. I was ready to fall down in the hospital. I, I, I was ready because what they do, they give you medications, send you back out. And it, it kept going, so I went back. And then I said, next time I go, I'm going to fall out here. They're going to have to put me in the bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's your comment uh, yeah, today? So, oh, I was just going to speak about your equity and inclusion and all the good stuff. And uh, actually, now, uh, to me, it kind of describes itself. But the thing is, is this stuff that, that's really going on now, it's a big distraction, and it's used to promote, uh, to me, the hate of black people, you know, because everything that they do now, they're saying, oh, we didn't got too advanced. It's always us, the problem with America. And it's not us, it's them, the politicians, because if you look and you start unfolding some of their baggages, they're doing a lot of stuff, taking big money and all every kind of thing you want to put on the table. And then somebody was saying something about. Uh, but is that wrong when oh, it's not uh, illegal? I don't know if it is illegal. It's it's you not know, illegal. So is it bad? Uh-huh. It, yeah, because that's not right. Because you get involved out into a process that we have uh, a democracy here. And so if you get a group of people that wants to bring it down, just by beat down black people and telling these white people that black people are your problem, and that's, that's what makes them stupid, because they know we're not the problem. The politicians are, the big corporations are, they're the ones that got the money. If why is so it poor, what do we have? Why is it people are against large corporations who actually give people jobs and salaries and make them have a good Middle class living. They're not against them, but they make laws. They make the laws too. And the laws always said, guided to lock up the mass incarceration of the blacks. A lot of these people do a lot of stuff. And, and what laws are those, Sandra? And we don't know about it. But what laws well, are those? You just have to get with the, I forget what they call that little league that they got. And then they got this little thing with the justice system where they're making sure they get enough judges up there in those benches and stuff. Yeah, they get them all trained up. And I don't even know if the Democrats are doing that. You know, I, we got to fight. I think we got we need to fight. And it's not that we hate uh, the jobs because I worked at a job. And I was on time. Right. I retired. Right. So, uh, so where is it that we're so bad? We're killers or we're robbers or and we're this and that. I think what the issue is, is that when they do commit those crimes and they are convicted of those crimes people complain and blame the system for something that individuals do and i don't know if you can blame a system for a person that gets a gun and goes and shoots somebody well you can blame the gun because the gun with the gun was what he no used you can't blame somebody. the gun you got to blame what? the person you got to blame the person the gun the gun didn't jump up and shoot the person sandra sandra the gun didn't jump up and shoot somebody come on Come on. America America is gun happy. And we ain't talking about America. We're talking about individuals we who are. commit crime. No, we're we not. Are. No, you are. I'm not. 
Well, I mean, nope. you're going to have crime, especially if you're trying to make people poor and poor and poor. So why don't suburbs have as much crime as cities? Why don't suburbs have as much crime as cities? They got money. That's not what they I asked. They got money. Money is the reason why? Yeah. If hmm. Look, if I go out there and I'm paying so many, so much a month for a house and, it, and it's crime running around my house, uh-uh, I sell that house and move or let it sit there. It wouldn't be no prime real estate if it was crime out there. But that's what I'm saying. Why isn't there crime? They have houses there like we have houses here. They pay a lot of money out there. We, I don't what? even know what folks pay over here as far as their taxes and stuff like that. And hmm. I don't, over here in the city here, ain't no houses. They board it up. What you going to pay on a raggedy house? Hmm. I said, yeah, them people, they spend out a lot of money. They should get gravy treatments, but we should be getting it too if you get the city built up. I, I just wish some way all of these factories and stuff, when they started leaving and demolishing the city, mm-hmm. I wish we had could have had groups that got together and bought those buildings and made something out of the city. What happened to black people? And I know we got a break. Um, mm-hmm. hmm. what, 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 what happened to... Black people, when those big businesses started moving out, did they think about retooling or going back to school or getting an associate's degree or getting training or something in order to work those jobs? Because as technology came in, we lost a lot of middle class jobs. Well, some of them went to school because the company where I work paid for them to go to school. Right. So some of them probably was going to school anyhow. Hmm. But um, I know I was able to retire. I was at, you know, I had enough time and points to retire. And uh, so they kind of phased out that way. They started retiring people out. But uh, the ones that had to leave, I guess they went and found something else to do. Hmm. All right. Well, thank you much. I appreciate it, as always, Sandra. All right. I'll be getting back at you. All right. Take care. Okay, then. Okay. Bye-bye. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, an extended version. So if you are hearing my voice and you're not tripping, it's not after four o'clock. It is actually in the three o'clock hour. T. is on assignment, probably out partying somewhere, doing something I can't do because I got to sit here and do a show. So there you go. 833-212-1017 is the number. More self-sufficient job opportunities equals less crime. Yeah, but the problem is 414-552 is we need those in the city. And so part of the issue is that when you're qualified, you somehow can never get the job. I'm generalizing because if I don't, then I'll have to talk about my issues of having to try to find a job and couldn't get it. Because I've watched other people get the job that clearly were less qualified. See, my issue now is at one point I was underqualified and then the next point I was overqualified so you can't win like there's always a reason why you can't quite get a job I couldn't quite get a job 
And I don't understand. But now I do. And it's unfortunate. It is very unfortunate, but that's how people do. And so you have to have an education system. It's like, I don't understand why we fight to keep kids in a bad system like MPS and other schools where we have good teachers, good schools, good parents, good students in MPS. But for some reason, the little things on the fringes are what's stopping the kids from being able to make it. Driver's ed. Most jobs want you to have a driver's license. So if you graduate from high school and you don't have a driver's license, it's difficult to get a job. Simple things like music, art, are the things that teach you basic math skills, support as a foundation for basic things that you do every day. Addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. Reading and writing, books, library, but yet we take those things away and then wonder why kids who then grow into adults don't have the basic knowledge to get a job. I did not know the significant issue there is behind literacy in Milwaukee, in schools. But for some reason, schools stop teaching reading after the third grade. Idiotic. Idiotic. I mean, I, I, I get the system. I get how schools of education work. I get how they teach, but it doesn't work. It's not working with these students. And we can blame kids having kids and all other things. But in the end, if you want a self-sufficient job opportunity. And 414-552, I, I get that self-sufficient job opportunities equal less crime. But why does that only happen in the suburbs? Oh, that's right, because all those businesses are moving out of the city. Again, had Northwestern Mutual decided to spend all that money to build that new building and expand that campus and took 20 million times five, I thought, I thought it was like $100 million or something like that, took that money and divided it by five and built five buildings around the city of Milwaukee to enhance the neighborhoods and help the infrastructure and build restaurants and businesses and car washes and all sorts of things around those buildings they built, that might have been something. But then in that instance, I have to agree with Sandra. Big business is selfish. Big business doesn't care. And that's unfortunate. Because they say they do. And, and I honestly think, because I know Northwestern Mutual, they do a phenomenal job in the city of Milwaukee. They employ a lot of people, and they do phenomenal work with nonprofits as well. I was, and I'm not banging on them. I'm saying I would have hoped that they would have kind of spread that love around the city. And other companies can do it, too. Johnson Controls, um, We Energies does it, Right. AT&T, you know, all these large employers we have here, Rockwell, let's, you know, and Rockwell's on the near south side. Let's, let's spread the love around. Now, is it going to be difficult? Yes. But nothing worth anything is easy. 
The 1017 The Truth Street Team is... Nope. Watch this. Goodbye. Um, Truth Nation. <laughs> During July, we want to celebrate the survivors of uh, breast cancer and highlight their stories and fighting and thriving through their diagnosis. All month long, you'll hear about the journey of our beloved general manager, Cherie Harris, and how she's thrived through her diagnosis and continues to be an inspiration to family and friends and teammate, you and me and beyond. And so we want you to join us Thursday the 27th, 4 till 8 p.m. at the Broken Bat Brewery as Bailey Coleman and Vivian King host our Thrive Through special show live. In addition, your favorite 1017 The Truth host will serve as guest bartenders from 4 to 8, help fundraise for a special cause, all tips and 10% of sales go to support the Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin Breast Cancer Care and Research Center. So that's Thursday, 27th, from 4 to 8, Broken Bat Brewery. And from 4 to 8, some of y'all truth folks going to be hanging out, and they're going to be guest bartending. And again, all tips and 10% of all the sales go to support Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin Breast Cancer Care and Research Fund. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-0117 is... The number. Sometime today, between now and six o'clock, I will be giving away two state fair tickets and I'll be asking for caller number I don't know right now. So, you know, don't call now. I need like an air horn or something. Hey, call. Nah. <laughs> and then we'll see if you win. So, I don't know if you heard this story that, um, Well, let me just ask you right out. What would you do if you overheard a white person call another person the N-word? Like you're the third party and you're standing around and a white person sees a black person and says, hey, N-word. You're just an N-word. What would you do? I'm just asking. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. So here in Milwaukee, here in Wisconsin, There was an incident with Taylor Lumpkin, who's a black multimedia journalist for TMJ4. Did you hear about this? You didn't hear about it? So she was at a country concert somewhere in God knows where. And, um, and, uh, some guy runs up to her Thursday night and yelled the N-word twice. Like, who does that? And the people standing around her, you know, the other white people at the 
country music in Twin Lake laughed. And so she tweeted, wow, no one helped me. So my question is, what were you doing that you needed help from somebody else to correct this person? Now, granted, I know you're working for TMJ4 and I know, you know, you have to have some modicum of professionalism until somebody steps out of their bounds. Like if somebody called up right now, hey, blank word, what would you do? Now, me personally, I understand what Taylor went through, and I'm pretty sure it was pretty traumatic, especially when you don't know who else in the crowd feels the same way this person does. And, and before people say, well, the person was drunk, that's not an excuse. Intoxication removes your inhibitions, which means whatever you was thinking, that's what you say. 833-212-1017 is the number. If I were Taylor, if you were Taylor, what would you have done? Would you have done what she did and just kind of, you know, put it on Twitter? Hey, the person left at me. No one helped. Everybody stared at me and laughed. Or would you have said something? Are there instances where, you know what? I might have to lose my job today because I got something to say. Derek on the talking text line said, I would ask that black person if they know the procedure to file charges. Well, what are the charges? And what would you charge a person with for calling you a nigger? Like what? They have freedom of speech. You're in public. You're at a concert and somebody calls you a word. They didn't threaten you. They didn't say, I'm going to beat your blankety blank. In work, like they didn't say any of that. They just said, ha ha, and said it twice. What would you do? Like, what could you do? There's not a lot you could do. If you punch the person, you're going to jail. I don't know. Now, I'm vindictive. So don't get it twisted. I didn't say I wouldn't do anything, but I would, you know. Figure out this person's name. Figure out the car they drive. They're probably intoxicated anyway. Do the whole citizen thing to call the police. I think that person is uh, intoxicated and they're driving a car. And I, I think it's unsafe for them. And I think you should help them. It's the truth. I mean, I got some other stuff I would do, but it's just underhanded, you know. You know, stuff like that. You know, I'm just saying. I don't know if I would have tweeted about it. Probably because I would have did stuff that would have got me in trouble if I'd have tweeted about it. <laughs> so, so, but she had every right to do that. And I, and I applaud her for standing her ground and letting it go because that took a level of maturity and commitment to her job and her professionalism. But, um, yeah, next time take some people with you that can, you know, 
do some things that <laughs> Derek say, well, I said that to be nice, but back in the day, I would have knocked that person's block off. What does knocking a person's block off mean? I know what it means, but I'm not going to touch that. Uh, Dion the Nine said, you ain't going to do nothing, Dr. Ken, if someone called you a nigger, but laugh that weird laugh. You sure? How you know? How do you know? How do you know? And why is my laugh weird? I like my laugh. You don't like my laugh? That's unfortunate. <laughs> you don't like my laugh? Mm. Too bad. What you gonna do, Dion? Nine? No, but si- no, seriously. So that's happened to me before. I've told the story while at school down in central Illinois in Milwaukee as a police officer. I mean, there are just people who, and I'm not talking about we use the excuse of older people who are, you know, older and use that language. I'm not talking about people that call people colored. I understand that. I mean, I had a grandmother who rarely called black and African-American people black and African-American because she grew up, people were colored. And she was black, so she called people colored. Nobody got mad at her or upset. Same with older white people. But there's a line. There's a clear line of demarcation where some things you, you need to, yeah, you need to let go and not say those things and think those things. But we don't always win. And we don't always have people that are smart enough to uh, do that. So I don't know. It's interesting. 833-212-1017 is the number. Wisconsin State Fair starts August 3rd and runs through the 13th. And the award-winning 1017 The Truth has the hookup for you. Now's your chance to win a pair. <laughs> I just had a terrible thought. But uh, <laughs> uh, it says, uh, now's your chance to win a pair of State Fair tickets on the truth. In the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212. Kyle asked me a question. 833-212-1017. Be calling number four right now to win. Okay, this don't make no sense. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. It's a free four-pack. Win two pair. Where's my ink pen? <laughs> Where's my ink pen? Um, win a four-pack. Caller number four, 833-212-1017, Wisconsin State Fair, August 3rd through the 13th from the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. So make sure you do that. And then if you're caller number four, we'll say your name and all that fun stuff on the air, and then you can win and you'll be fine, right? But that's what you got to do. So you got to be caller number four. Uh, Derek said, it's you new black people who are afraid to challenge uh, white people when it's needed. That's kind of a dumb statement, but okay, Derek. Uh, 414795 says she did the right thing. She's a black female surrounded by a bunch of drunk white folks. The numbers were against her. Yep. Very true. 
What is exactly that you're trying to say, Derek? New black people? What What is that? I don't get what that means. 833-212-1017 is the number. We're waiting on caller number four. We'll be right back. You're listening to Truth Extended on the new 1017 The Truth. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. 